0: Life Audio. Hey, friends, this is Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host for Breathe, the Stressless Podcast. We are in for a treat today because God is here with us. Yes our special guest is our loving Shepherd Jesus. He's leading the way towards Easter. We're on the journey of Lent and we're on week five. This is a six-part series and it's been so wonderful to step week by week to reflect on God's love for us as we tend to the garden of our soul. Because you know the original meaning of Lent is spring springtime so this is a renewing time replenishing time as we stuck with jesus and he shows us the way last week we talked about how god is making a way for you when we don't know what to do we feel stuck god says i am making a way for you and it was wonderful to look at that topic of a stress and see how God addresses it. This week, as we step into God's scene through Jesus and his uh, approaching the last week towards the holy week of Easter, we know that he's going to be stepping into Palm Sunday, right? And um, he's going to be ending by the end of the week with Good Friday, and um he's going to feel the brokenness around him and in his own heart, you know, because as he carried the brokenness, he had to experience it. He did it for us. He did it so we would know. I just want to thank you for spending this time to rest and pause. This show is for you. This is a time where you have an opportunity to breathe, to rest and refresh. I share a quick story with you that's inspiring. I affirm you with God's loving word from scripture. We hear a loving word. Then we want to do something loving for our bodies and our emotions so that the truth moves from our head to our hearts. And that means we have to take action. We need to walk as children of faith. It's a walking faith. Faith is a verb, not just a noun, and it comes alive in you and me. So I am just so excited about our show today. We're going to be talking about brokenness. I know. Why would I be excited about it? Because my life has been made beautiful through all the brokenness. And that's what I write about in Sweet Like Jasmine. I'm the author of Sweet Like Jasmine. I talk about my journey after finding my birth certificate, I never really looked at it until I had my second baby boy, and I realized I really didn't know where my father was. He left when I was seven, and I realized, even though I didn't feel I needed to know, he never came back for me after he left when I was seven. I just had my Heavenly Father, and I said, hey, that's good enough. But once I had my second baby boy, I realized he's going to grow up to ask me one day, where is Grandpa? And because I'm Chinese American, I was born in San Francisco, Chinatown with a mail-order bride. I knew my sons would also ask me, when did we come to America? And I didn't know because my father was the one who emigrated my mother. She's a mail-order bride from Hong Kong. I'm telling you, it's a fascinating story. And I lived through it. And God was the one that, as I went to find that father and learn why he left. And I learned more about who my true identity is, as God's beloved daughter, who he would truly adopted me. And we're all adopted, right? We're adopted into God's family. So I feel close to you. I feel at one and at peace with you. I know I'm among my people, because we're all God's children. You're my brothers and my sisters. So, yes, so that's sweet we like, Jazz. And it's about what happened when I went back to Chinatown, to try to find him and find the answers. We all, we are looking for answers, aren't we? And so, uh, thank you for supporting me with that book release. It became number one in Christian biographies when it released. And um, I just feel so grateful to be part of God's family. I know that I'm among my brothers and sisters. Uh, my second book is Whispers of Rest. And that's the book that inspired this podcast you're listening to. Because I went through a season of anxiety and panic attacks, I had to learn. I was the oldest in my family. I was the encourager. I was the happy, cheerful one. Yet God said, I know what's been uh, hiding in your heart. And I, I I really want to bring you into more love, more peace, more joy. So as I learned to heal, I learned to take care of my body and my emotions. And so that's what I'm sharing here with you. Okay, so back on where we're at, um, you know, one of the things about brokenness is that God makes it beautiful because, you know, the rest of the world, they, they think that beauty comes from perfection. And I think that's part of the healing journey of going through Lent. It's this way of seeing how Jesus just really made his journey beautiful because um, he was looking at you and me. Scriptures say that as Jesus was moving towards a cross, he kept in sight the prize. That prize is that treasure, that buried treasure that Jesus talks about, that a merchant finds in a field and he sells everything he has so that he can buy the field with that one treasure or that one pearl of great price that treasure, that pearl is you. You are the one of great price and treasure. And so everything broken leads us to everything beautiful, because in everything broken, there stands Jesus. Jesus whispers, I will heal your brokenness into beauty. I love you. Our scripture comes to us from Romans chapter 8, verse 37 to 39. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. Nothing. That is a big statement. Friend, where are you at today? Does it seem like there's something that's trying to conquer you? Or maybe you're feeling conquered by it. God says, I've got you. There is nothing that can separate you from my love. And I am with you. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So I want to invite you. I want to share with you the devotional for today's Lent devotion. I want you to download it. So please sign up. For the Breathe newsletter at thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. I pour my whole heart and soul into each podcast and I want to just give you what has encouraged me and take some time each week as we go through Lent to reflect and to try these soul care practices because as you move out in faith to take better care of yourself, you are nurturing God's greatest treasure that's you, because you and I cannot pour out what we do not continue refill. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You know, I, I didn't want to be one of those people who were afraid, someone who can't deal with hard things, fail to overcome. Yet here I was in my season of anxiety and stress, Unable to deny that I was afraid. I was discouraged. What I was terrified to face is this. I couldn't make my place in this world. That's one of the scariest things, you know, growing up in a single parent family and taking care of everybody. I, that would probably be the scariest thought is that I couldn't find my place in this world or make my place. I couldn't do the things I once had though with anxiety and stress and even walking through depression. And I was afraid that friends, families, colleagues, and even my readers would walk away and shake their heads and I would be all alone. These are the words I spoke into the dark, walking through my season healing from anxiety. You would have never known I truly felt this way. All my life, I've nurtured a determination to never come close to this place of aloneness. I am a child of light. Why would I want to face the darkness? I believed that faith was relegated to creating a safe place for myself in this world and for the ones I love, to love Jesus by serving and loving others. Yet I never imagined that faith in Jesus is exactly what it takes to enter into a place of truth and vulnerability, a place of empty, a place of brokenness. There comes a time for deeper intimacy. God didn't want me to do anything for him. Jesus wanted to love me deeper. Jesus knew I was strong enough in my faith to finally face the part of me he wanted to love back into life. And that was my wounded self. How about you? Could you or someone you know, someone you love, be standing at the doorway of something that feels hard yet? renders you unable to do as you've always done? Are you feeling discouraged and alone? You haven't failed in your faith. Jesus wants you to use your faith in a different way, not just for those mountaintop experiences. He wants you to use your faith to allow him to love you deeper to allow you to take better care of yourself, that takes greater faith. For some of us who are just used to pouring out, that might seem easier. But God says, no, I want you to use faith to be loved more. Jesus knows where you find yourself in a valley. And he knows when you're no longer able to use that strength and hope you've always drawn from. Because Jesus wants to help and heal you even greater with his love. Jesus knows because he's been there himself. This place of alone. Jesus has been in this place of empty. And that's where we want to step into today for our time of Lent remembrance. It was in the Garden of Gethsemane we find Jesus, quote, in Luke chapter 22, verse 44, being in agony. His sweat became like drops of blood falling down upon the ground. Jesus escaped to a private place where he felt safe. It was there his disciple Matthew tells us, Jesus fell on his face and prayed, saying, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. The Gospel of Mark gives us a private glimpse into the Jesus we rarely talk about. He began to be very distressed and troubled. That's how Mark described it. Overwhelmed by anxiety, Jesus confides to Peter, James, and John, quote, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Jesus is utterly heartsick, sick, down where pain has never reached before. But here is where healing beauty enters the story for Jesus and even for me and you. Even though Jesus was in total control to become the scapegoat for sin, he cried out in that moment, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. If there was any other way out, Jesus wished for it then. But there wasn't any other way. Jesus had to face the toughest journey head on. Jesus willingly placed himself in God's rescue plan, yet he still stepped into the place of being utterly forsakenly empty. See Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 to 8. We can imagine Jesus falling to the ground, choking back waves of tears, his body shaking, his chest hurting from the intensity of his emotions. So whenever we ask, is there any beauty in brokenness? Jesus points us to the healing beauty of his love for us that night in Gethsemane. Yes, there is beauty in brokenness, Jesus answers, because I am right there with you. So it's in the garden of Gethsemane, Jesus said, not my will. Jesus had a will. And at that moment, it was contrary to God's will of suffering this is from Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7 to 10. This is deeply comforting, friends, because even as we take the cup of brokenness in our hands, whatever that cup you're holding today, and each of our brokenness is different, each of the cup of darkness we don't want to drink is different. And yet, Jesus says, I understand this painful tension. But unlike me, Jesus did not give in to his temptation to avoid the place of empty. Jesus surrendered because he loves us. He said, not my will, but yours. In other words, absolutely nothing can separate God's love from us. Not even brokenness. And that's why we have this powerful verse from Romans 8, verse 37 to 59. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor powers, any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Friend, are you holding a cup you don't want to drink. You don't have to want the cup in order to take and drink it with Jesus. Jesus folds your hand into his today. Friend, I, I just would like to think and pray with you, think of you and pray with you. How is God inviting you to deepen your faith? How is he desiring to heal you with beauty in Explore the ways you can make space for more beauty in your life. How can you bring more beauty into your everyday life? Because that is kind of the comfort that God can provide as we go through hard times. I want to share the soul care tip with you. It's listen to classical music. Classical music is proven to relieve stress, improve your mood, and boost creativity Feed your soul with beautiful music and let God begin to heal you. It's amazing how God designed our bodies to heal. Listening to beautiful classic music heals our souls. Innumerable studies show the incredible mental and physical benefits of listening to classical music. Scientists found that simply playing classical music as background, ambiance, significantly improves your mood and productivity. Here are the seven benefits. One, makes you happy, releases dopamine, activating your brain's pleasure center. Two, reduces stress and anxiety. The temples resemble restful human heartbeat. Three, fights depression. Four, relieves pain. Patients use significantly less pain medication. While listening to classical music, five, improves sleep. Listening to 45 minutes prior to bed improves sleep quality. Six, boosts creativity and energizes your tasks. Seven lowers blood pressure. There's the seven. Well, what is your favorite classical piece of music? I love Claire de Lune by W. C. And of course, anything Bach, right? Of course. Well, let us pray with this wonderful, beautiful healing beauty note of music. Dear Jesus, give me courage to drink the cup that comes from letting you love me deeper Heal my brokenness into beauty. This journey isn't one I would choose for myself. So give me courage to share my broken moments with friends, just like you did. Thank you, Jesus, for being brave and beautiful, bearing your heart in your moment of your greatest vulnerability. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Friends, no matter what is hurt or broken, whether it's your childhood, our childhood, a relationship, career, marriage, our children, health, finances, our ministry, dreams, our opportunities. Your place is never out of God's reach because you are God's beloved. Thank you for spending this time. We are making our final steps into Easter together. And it's so special. And I want to invite you to sign up for that devotional at thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at the Bonnie Gray. I'll encourage you there. Invite your friends. Let's encourage each other. And next time we will talk about new. Yes, we are going to be there with new. When you want to be made new. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Remember, you're loved. You're cherished. Just rest. I'll see you then. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Breathe the Stress Less Podcast, a production of lifeaudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com.